This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sling for Me. I am your host, Alexis A. McCoy. I hope all is well. So um, just a little update on me. I think earlier this month, I was telling you guys about my stomach journey and um, how I found out that I have two hernias and I'm going to be having surgery. Well, the surgery has taken place and I am currently in the recovering stage it was a success. So, you know, I'll keep you guys on that journey as far as like, did it help? Did it work? We're praying that it helped. I'm asking you guys to continue to pray for me as I go through the recovery stage because the recovery stage is more difficult than the actual surgery. Let's be honest, because, you know, you got to give your body time to heal. You go through mental, physical, you know, emotional, spiritual journeys when you're in recovery. And, uh, you know, so I just ask for you guys to keep me motivated um, as I recover from my surgery. So this week, as I was preparing, so I had my surgery on Wednesday and it was a lot of preparation getting to the surgery part. Like, um, so on Monday I had the opportunity to go to the doctor and, um, I had to get a COVID test before I actually had to go get the surgery. And then on Tuesday I went to the dentist to go get my, my teeth figured out. So on Tuesday I was trying to get my promo together for the for um slinging for me and I'm like doing videos on TikTok and all this you know doing all of the fun stuff that I do to um get you guys excited about the podcast and I was having a conversation with my husband about TikTok because he's been on TikTok way longer than I have like he's been on there almost a year longer than two two years my bad two years longer than I have so you know he's more of the expert he's a TikTok expert in the house I believe um because he has been you know dealing with the site longer than I have so I was telling him about like my ideas and stuff he was like giving me, he was like, I think that you need to do this. I think that you need to do that. And you need to follow this trend. You need to do this. And it was disrupting my spirit a little bit. Like, I know that, you know, whatever advice he gives me, it comes from a place of love. I'm gonna be honest, but I'm such an individual. Like I love to follow trends, but I love to go against the, the wave. Like sometimes I'm, I'm swagging and surfing. Sometimes I'm stankin' legging. It just depends on how I feel on that day. And as we were having a conversation, I was just like, you know, I don't think I want to be a person that is following this TikTok trend. It was just disrupting my spirit. And then we got into the conversation about individuality and people having their own lane and, you know, your journey on social media and on TikTok. And I I was like, I want to talk about this today because I feel like it's a lot of people out here trying to figure out what your lane is. And tr- and you got a lane, but sometimes you bop out your lane and go into another lane and go into a trend and then you bop back in. I had to say to my husband and I had to say to myself, I'm okay with not 
being a part of the trend. Sometimes I'm good. Some it's some trends that I love and I like and I want to do them. And it's some stuff that I don't just particularly want to be a part of. I just want to be my individual self and you know, staying true to yourself on social media is so hard. It really is a hard thing to do because everybody you want to be seen. You want people to see how amazing you are. You want people to see all of the great things that you're doing. But it's so hard to do that and, you know, be yourself. Like, it's like you have to do things that you don't normally do in order to be seen. And uh, I think we need to get away from that. I think we need to start promoting individuality on on social media, on TikTok, because it's so many copycats. I'm not saying that, you know, n- nothing is new under the sun. Let's be clear. Let me put that on the table first, because, you know, I just don't want people to think like, oh, you're just bashing people. No, I'm not bashing anybody. Nothing is new under the sun. Everything is repeated. It's just a different way. You got to spin on it. You know, it's it's a different way that people present it to people. It's it's in a different location. It might be a different color or whatever, but nothing is new underneath the sun. But you being authentic to yourself and what you stand for and knowing what your lane is, that's can't nobody take that can't nobody take that from you can't nobody people can mimic it they can duplicate it but they you know it's your lane and once you know what your length is excuse me on social media I think you go very far so I want to talk about individuality so a couple of weeks ago I had a conversation with a family member and we were talking about how we look at ourselves in the world right and you know things that we wanted to accomplish she was talking about some things that she is struggling with and how she's struggling with doubt and insecurities and all of that type of stuff and I've had multiple conversations with people in my life about this one thing that I realized as I was having a conversation with her I was like she doesn't understand her own individuality you know sometimes we get clumped and grouped and connected to people like We find our identity in the people that we are associated with or the things that we do. Right. So I'm an artist, but I'm not just an artist. I'm, you know, I have multiple different talents and I have multiple different titles. And at one point I would just define myself as an artist. I'm an artist. I'm an artist as an artist, as an artist. And it's like, I'm an individual. I have individuality, you know, aside from being an artist, it's other things that, you know, makes me who I am, you know? And as we were having the conversation, I said, it's so many people in the world that don't know their own individual self. They don't, they're not comfortable in their own skin, you know? And I wanted to go ahead and um, define what individuality means in the dictionary. It means the quality of character of a particular person or thing that distinguishes them from others of the same kind, especially when strongly marked. Okay, so strongly marked, that means that you stand in who you are, your being who you know, who you are, you know, where you come from, you know, what your faults are. Let's talk about that. Knowing what your faults are makes you a good makes you really know your individual self because I know that I can be a controlling person. I know that sometimes I can be overbearing. I got I got the meddling spirit. I got the shady spirit. I got the petty spirit. I know that about myself. I know that I'm a mode. I can be a very motivational person. Or I can drain some energy out of a room if you mess with me on the wrong day. I know that about myself. Some people 
just walk around and I feel like on TikTok, I'm gonna go back to the social media. People just walk around pretending that and portraying that they're not this thing. And then when you come to them and you show their flaws and their individuality, they'd be like, oh, that's not me. I don't do that. I, that's not me. No, that is you. Because if you knew your individual self, you would know that you are not the kindest person when you hangry. You would know that you probably call people a bitch more than you should. Like, and you know, you talk bad about people. You talk down on people. Those that doesn't eliminate all of the good parts of you. But that you know, you have some. It's some yin and some yang. Like yo, you know, you have some good parts about you. You have some bad parts about you knowing your individual self you know what your flaws are right so a strongly marked strongly marked personality or a person with a character and a quality that that stamps into the the soil of the world of the the soil of the earth you know it's so many people it's people that you have come in contact with and you're like, dang, I want to be like that person. I want to be confident like that person. I want to be determined like that person. I want to be ambitious like that person. Like it's some people's character that they know about themselves, their individual selves that you'd be like, dang, they, how, how is that? How are they like that? It's a girl. It's a, not a girl. It's a woman that I work with um, a couple of days out of a week. Beautiful person. She has the patience of Job. I know myself. My patience has gotten better. I'm going to be honest. Because my patience used to be thinner than than some eyebrows. A line of eyebrow that we've seen, honey. The thinnest eyebrow out here in the world. My patience used to be that thin. I used to didn't have patience for certain things. Not everything. But, but certain things in my life, I'd be like, child, I do not have time for this. We don't got time for none of this. Pain is one of my patients then, you know, is one of the things that run my patients then, you know, and I've gotten better because I want to have children. I want to conceive and pain comes with, with the bringing life into the world. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to get my patients together with this pain situation. But she has so much patience from the first moment I met her. She just had patience. She was just so at centered with herself and said, I'm not going to let this situation shake me, make me mold me, get me out of my, my being. She just sits and is, is in peace and is still. And I remember observing, I was like, oh my God, I want to be like that. I want to be a person that is not moved by things that people say, certain things that people say, or get out of my body or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, out of myself when, you know, my feelings get my emotions all riled up. I, you know, I want to be centered and have patience and see how things, I don't want to be in a control, have that control freak nature. I want to be like her when I grow up. That's, that's a strong mark, right? She knew, she knows who she is and it has such an, impact on everybody around her because she knows her individual self and when you know yourself and you know the power that you possess in the world and the impact that you are going to leave on the world you don't have to be like everybody else you don't have to get out your but she don't everybody else is going crazy we always like oh well that shouldn't be happening blah 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 blah. she just stayed still because she knew her stillness was going to calm the situation and she was going to be the person that brings the situation to clarity while the rest of us is like going freaking crazy and our patience is all out of out of pocket we threw the patience cloth down the street and she's just still 
I was like, this is such a blessing. And when you know yourself, you know how much of an impact you have on the world. You know what your lane is. You understand what your lane is. Let's let's go to understanding your lane. Understanding your lane, know that this street that I'm on, it might not have multi-million dollar houses on there right now. I might not be driving down the street in a Tesla, the new one. I might be driving down in a Honda Civic, but eventually this street will change it to something else. That's like, like going from the hood to Hollywood, right? When you are journeying through life and you see at the beginning stages of your life and you don't even have to live in a hood, you can just be living in a modest town or a modest, a small town or a little municipality and you just want more. You will see when you stay in your lane, your road begin to look different. And when you on your road, when you're in your lane, you begin to see all of the, the blessings and things that God has blessed you with the people that God has have blessed, um, allowed to come into your life. You just have so much peace and serenity with your success with what you got going on because you're staying in your own lane. Excuse me. You're staying in your own lane. So I want to talk about how people struggle with individuality in our life and excuse me and the importance of knowing where your struggle is many people struggle with individuality in their life because they're trying to find um they're trying to find their own lane and and in in comparison to someone else's lane so when I was in high school, I used to have a friend. So when you're growing up, you really are like bopping in and out of other people's lane because you, you know, the world influences you. You're new. You're new. You go to school, you get out into the world, you go to high school is a new world. You go to college. It's a new world. You know, the influences you really, I feel like you really don't find your individuality or know who you, you are really for real until you like get. Most people, 25, 30, let's say, because I was knowing who I was like, you know what you like and you dislike by the time you're 25, but you don't really know, no, no, no yourself until you get to your 30s. Those people that found out who you were before 30, before 21, when you was a teenager, God bless you. God is good. But so when I was in high school, I used to hang out with this young lady. Her name was Kiara. And um, we were really good friends. We met when we were in middle school. She had just moved. She just transferred from one school to our school. And we just became friends. And I always admired. She was so confident. Like, at the time, I had just le- lost my little weight from elementary school. I was a little fatty, honey. Cute in the face, but fat in the waist. But um, I was a little chub chub and she was like, all the boys liked her. I had just dropped my little weight, honey. I was thinking I was cute, but she had like this, she had like this thing. It was like, she had the aroma of the boys and the boys just like being around her. So we became friends or whatever. And she put me on games to how to date and how to talk to guys. And I thought, she was like an expert in the dating game and we were like probably we were 13 and I was like girl how you know how to finesse honey and 
it was just so amazing to me. I so wanted to be into her world. I wanted to, I wanted to be just like her. I wanted the guys and I wasn't an insecure girl. I wouldn't say I was insecure. I was just nervous because I just was one of those kids. My mom kept me really shelter. I always like, I knew that boys liked me, but I didn't know how to approach. So she gave me, she gave me the, the flirtatious approach. Like, girl, these guys, they after you, girl, you got this. You cute. So she was my confidence booster when it came to dating at 13, honey. So we um kicked it. We went through middle school together. We got to high school. So we doing our thing. We dating all these guys. I'm, you know, I'm confident now. I'm like, hey, I want this dude. Like my confidence approach was different from hers. Like she was like more like, oh, I'm going to sit here and he going to walk up to me. Me, I was just like, he cute. I want him. I'm about to go over there and say, hey, you cute. I want you. So I was a little bit more direct, but she gave me the confidence to be able to approach a guy. So I was, we were, my mom was not a big fan of my friend Kiara because she just felt like Kiara was a little bit, she had a lot of laxness in her household where her parents allowed for her to just be, do a lot of more things that my mom didn't really necessarily allow for me to do. I, I personally thought that her parents were strict, but my mom was like, no, nah, they not that strict, honey. Trust me. And, you know, as I look back as an adult, I was like, yeah, they probably a little lax. <laughs> the things that she was able to do, I will not lo- allow for my kids to do. So I understood the protection from my mom. But at the time I was like, oh my gosh, she's just so amazing. She knows, she knows the no, she knows it. And at the time I was, you know, we was teenagers. We were, you know, the boys getting to like you was a thing, you know? And then I found myself getting engulfed in her world. Like I, I, I couldn't, I didn't have a voice. Like everything that she did, I did. It's because she was my friend and I really, really cared about her. And you know, when you're friends with somebody, y'all do everything together. That's my, that's my chick right there. She was my ace boom coon. Okay. And so one situation happened. We have, we would go to this teen club all the time, every weekend. And our parents would drop us off and then, you know, like my mom would drop us off and then her mom will come pick us up. So this particular time, she had a friend, another friend in the neighborhood that were going to, her parents were going to drop us off because we were all going together. And she said that her parents were going to pick us up. So I agree. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, girl, that's fine. We can go with her. I'll just have to communicate that to my parents. So she didn't tell me that she had a little sh- trick up her sleeve so she ended up telling so we ended up going with the girl her friend and when it was time for us to leave the girl is like bye when we left the teen club it's like midnight I'm like why is she saying bye she was like oh girl we gotta ride with somebody else and I'm looking like who else are we riding with because I told my parents that I was riding back home with this little girl why is she saying goodbye to us so she was like, oh, you remember the guy that I was talking to? His friends got a car. They're going to drive us back to um, my house. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. So at this point, I'm, I'm going with it, but I'm a little uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. Do he got a driver's license? Like, what is the, what is the background of this person? So at this point, my individuality was being challenged. It was like, girl. You don't need to get in. Like my internal was like, you know, you're not supposed to be in the car with this guy. But me wanting to, you know, be a part of my friend and, you know, my individuality was being challenged. 
I was like, okay, well, we just going to get into the car. When I tell you he was driving a bat out of hell, <laughs> he was driving over the speed limit. We could have got into a car. We almost got into a car accident. He was running lights. I was like, Jesus. By the grace of God, we made it home. So we pull up. He pulls down the street. Her mom is looking. My mom is sitting in the front of the house in the car waiting because we were supposed to be there. Because literally the teen club was like 15 minutes away from her house, excuse me. And we should have been at the house. So my mom is sitting in the car. Her mom is like standing outside the car waiting. They calling. We not answering the phone. So we pull, they pull past us. We drive past my mom's car and he drops us off at the corner. So we walking down and her mom was like, why are you guys not answering the phone? Why are you getting dropped off all the way down the street? Blah, 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 blah. So I get into the car with my mom and she was like, where were you guys at? So I was like, look, <laughs> at this time in my life, I had to admit I was scared because he was driving like a, I remember saying to her, they got to take us home. Like we can't, this is not going to end well. Like if we continue to be in this car, we're going to get pulled over. Something's going to happen. So they ended up dropping us off. And when I was in the car with my mom, she was like, you guys were in the car with those guys, weren't you? And I was like, yeah, girl. She was like, why would you do that? You could have been hurt. And I was like, you don't even have to tell me. So after a while, me and her, um, me and her, our friendship w- kind of wasn't the same after that because one she lied to me and I I trusted her and we always she assumed that just because we always did something together that we were always going to I was always going to have her back at the time I was just like I don't feel comfortable I don't feel comfortable being lied to I'm not feeling comfortable being a person that is put in a situation that can be dangerous for me so at that time she was my girlfriend and I loved her, but I had to, I had to find my own individual lane. I had to do what was best for me, honestly, because in that point I could have lost my life. And instead of going with my own individual instinct or going with what I knew was right, I went with, 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 with what she said was right. And I was like, you know what? Never again, sis. We ain't doing that. I love you, but never again. So after that, I set boundaries. If we were hanging out, I was like, girl, you know, I need to know the who, what, when, where. Like, I'm not lying. I'm not lying to my mom about stuff. I'm not doing any of that. That's not the type of character that I want to portray to my mom. I want my, my parents to be able to, you know, really, um, trust me and I don't want to break their trust over no dude so for me I had to set a boundary as much as I loved her and we had so much fun together our friendship did kind of it faded away once we got to high school after that because it was some things that she was doing that I just wasn't comfortable doing and I didn't want to live my life that way you know Fast forward to today, you know, we're not friends to this day, but she turned out to be an amazing young lady. And it's, you know, it's one of those situations where we had to part our ways to to find our own individuality. And she's a great mom and she does, she runs her own business. And we're just, we turned out to be great young women. But, you know, at the time I was trying to be in a crowd or be a part of something that I wasn't even ready for, child, because I was over my, you know, my parents were very protective over me um and 
I, I was approved. I will be honest, but she, she gave me a little joy. She gave me a little walk on the wild side and I realized I didn't want to be over there too long. I want to be back on the, on the other side. So, um, that was, that was one part of my life where I struggled to find individuality. And as adults, we still struggle with that. Think about how many people in your life you have like conformed to the way that they do things. And you know, that is not, that's not who you are. That's not the being of who you are. So knowing your individuality, Hey girl, I can't go on a girl's trip with y'all because y'all don't be paying y'all bill. I don't want to be stressed, honey. I know myself. I know myself or family members. It's certain family members, you know, your individual self. Like I have family members that I love. I love them. I love them. But the way that in which they live their life and the way that in which I live my life is not the same. So everything that I do, they cannot come with me and everything that they do. I cannot go with them. So, you know, you got to know yourself. You have to know yourself. Um, I will say, the biggest person that has taught me individuality is my mom. My mom has been like a leading force. She's, she's like the biggest person with individuality. She believes in standing in her truth, standing in her own being, standing in her own space. And I, um, I, I'm so thankful for that because there's so many people out here that didn't, it's so many parents that don't teach their kids that have not taught their children. And there's grown adults out here that don't know who they individually are. They don't understand the value of being themselves or understanding themselves. So, you know, one way that my mom, it's a couple of ways that my mom has taught me, but I, about being my individual self. One thing that she taught me is independence and I'm not independence as far as like, I don't need no man for nothing. No, I have a husband. My husband is amazing and he supports me with whatever I, I have my own independence, but with me and him together is a force to be reckoned with. And I will never part with him because he's, he's just, he's amazing. He is. Um, but independence as far as like independently thinking for myself and, in that moment with my friend Kiara, I had to, my mom was my voice. And it's like, girl, you got to be your own person. You got to go to your own drum. You got to believe in your own voice. So she believed in that. And one thing that I loved about her, when her and my father got a divorce, she didn't ask him for anything. She didn't ask him for child support or anything. She did her own thing because she didn't want him to feel like he had control over the narrative in which how his her daughter was going to be raised she didn't she didn't want him to feel like he had the power or was in control over something she was like you don't want to be a part of this I can stand individually on my own do what I need to do make sure my daughter has everything that she needs and I'm gonna be good if you want to participate you can the door was never closed she never I love this about her because she never talked bad about him. She always told me great things about my father and, you know, his own individual journey. We would never know. He has, you know, God has ascended him somewhere else. And, you know, whatever his individual journey was, it just wasn't supposed to be collide with mine. But she never spoke bad about him. And she still doesn't to this day. But she taught me independence, independently thinking for myself, independently knowing how to take care of myself and how taking care of myself in a way that's different from everybody else because everybody's lifestyles are different. And 
She told me not to compare my lifestyle to somebody else's. Stay in my lane. Stay in your lane. That's your independence. Stay in your own lane, knowing what you can afford, what you can't afford, what you can do, what you can't do, and what you can stretch, honey. She also taught me the value of self-care. I mean, she took care of herself. One thing about my mom, she is going to take care of her health, honey. That is one thing that she takes very serious. She has always taught me the, the value of taking care of myself. If I'm sick, go to the doctor. You know, where, you know, some older people like my grandmother was one of those women that didn't believe in really going to the doctor unless she was sick. My mom, no. She her nail she got a hang nail she going to the doctor i think she a hypochondriac but she takes her health very serious which forces me to take my health very serious and that's your health is self-care and she is really big on that like she was i mean anything anytime that i wasn't feeling well anytime i was sick let's go to the doctor have them check it out let's have a conversation and she's taught me that about myself and knowing my voice when I go into certain situations where it pertains to my health. Because as a black woman in America, they don't treat us the same. Black people in America, the medical field doesn't treat us the same as other races. So we have to know what our our voices we have to know who we are we have to know what our bodies are doing so we can communicate that and put them in a place when they try to tell us what we should take and we know that none of it makes sense like you got to have your own voice um she taught me self-love so um growing up I was a young lady and a, a young girl that was was ill I grew up as an epilepsy and I started having seizures at three and it, it's a cognitive thing like you go through it's some, when I ha- used to have seizures I, I would forget things like say I had a conversation with you today I have a seizure tonight I don't know what our conversation was <laughs> I don't remember it and that was a struggle for me because at the time that I was having my seizures with my development time I was developing I was learning I was you know developing my own individuality at the time and learning how to um express myself but it was hard because I would learn something and then the next day I wouldn't even know it and it was a struggle for me um academically because I just was not it, it wasn't there the information was not retaining and my mom I was so insecure because all of the kids around me knew stuff and I knew it but I did not know it and that can be traumatizing for a child when you you know everybody around you knows stuff and they're moving fast and you just standing still trying to figure it out. And she taught me how to love myself and know that in time, you know, I might have to do some little extra work, but I'm going to get it. And she taught me how to um, really appreciate myself. And she poured her love into me and let me know that, you know, you're not different and you're not loved just because you don't know anything or you're not, um, people are you're not valued or people don't see you as a value you're very much love and she would tell me she would love me she loves me every day um as an adult she struggled honey she'd be acting crazy but today I know my value I know how much I'm loved I know and the people that surrounded me she taught me self-love and she continues to teach me self-love because she wants me to always know that I am special. And that was one thing that she, through her helping me through my academics and helping me 
be confident in my learning process. She taught me how to love myself. I knew that I was different from all of the other kids in my class and I had a little extra work to do, but she always said, you can do it. That's self-love. That's teaching me self-love because if I can talk to myself and say that I can do it and I can get over it and you know, all of this type of stuff that's teaching me that I, I love myself enough to know that I can do everything that I put my mind to. So my mom was definitely, um, has definitely been a person that's been the, um, the guide to helping me learn myself and individuality. And I think it's, and you have people in your life. We all have somebody in our life that has helped us discover who we are, whether it be a teacher, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your neighbor down the street, you know, your best friends, parents, your best friend, because we do have friends. I mean, I was that friend for a lot of people in my life growing up that, um, you know, they didn't have that support system that I had at home, but I was their motivator. You got that best friend that it's like girl you got this I got you I'm I'm you you are you're talented you're amazing you know they're speaking life into you to help you build your individuality so you know I just want to talk about that because I want everybody to know that your individuality and you being yourself being the true you you can be is so important because in this world when when Social media becomes a fad of the past and then morphs into something else. I want everybody to be themselves. You, At the end of the day, when all of these fads and stuff and these trends pass, you are still going to remain. Your being yourself, you being who you are is going to be the thing that stands the test of time. And that's the thing that people are going to remember. You don't want to be a disguise for everyone. You know, don't be focused. I've, I watched, um, inventing, um, Anna, the, the, uh, docuseries child, Jesus pray for, but she kept on saying, I want to be somebody and being you is being somebody, you know, don't be so focused on trying to be liked and be accepted, be yourself and people, the people that want you around and it's drawn to your light. They're going to fall face into what you're doing they're gonna support you they're gonna be there for you they're gonna do and even if it's not 1500 people it's not 15,000 it's not 50 people even if it's just five those five people see something in you that they don't see in themselves so you being your authentic self you being walking into your own purpose walking into your own your own self and knowing who you are and centering yourself in who you are and not allowing for um life's trends and fast paces to take you out and and force you to be something that you're not honey, you're going to go very, very far. So I just want to encourage you to be an individual, be your individual self. Don't, you know, walk on your own street, wear your own dress, wear your own pants, wear whatever you want to wear and be yourself. Just walk out into the world and be you. Um, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to go ahead and listen to us. We're available on Spotify. We're also available on Amazon Music, Google podcasts google play podcast and rageworksnetwork.com you can check us out go ahead and download us and don't forget to check me out on tiktok as i said as i talk about the social media stuff i'm still on social media i'm being myself on there y'all so for those of you that love it love it those of you that don't love it it's okay
So you can follow me on TikTok at Alana Fuss and also on Instagram at Alana Fuss as well. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Alana Fuss is spelled A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on TikTok. Sorry. Um, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. And remember, slaying for you is the best lifestyle to live. I hope you guys have a good week and see you soon.